welcome to Get Involved Referee when we're talking Motherwell penalties or were they penalties? Corruption at one of the biggest clubs in European football and even the Scotland captain getting involved with an assistant referee and the assistant referee getting off scot-free. Joining us to discuss it all tonight, Steve Conroy and Des Roach. Welcome, gentlemen. Evening. Evening. Quite a week, actually, in all kinds of aspects of the game. And uh, I also want to get your thoughts on the whole WSPL incident as well, involving mm-hmm. Fran Alonso and Craig McPherson, in the sense of the, the punishment that was meted out for that particular aspect. But if you don't mind, can we start with Andy Robertson? Because I think it was quite interesting. I mean, obviously it happened last week in the 2-2 game with Arsenal. You know, obviously Robertson's gone to remonstrate with the assistant referee, Des, and next minute he gets an elbow in the mouth. Yeah, I, I think it looks far worse than, than what was what actually was coming out from it. Uh, I know Andrew Robertson went to went to speak to him. He's held his arm or whatever you want to say, and the referees or assistant referees flicked out. I think the way that it's been handled down England has been very good. They've they've managed it. Andrew, I believe Andrew Robertson and the assistant referee have spoken. They've um, they've, they've they've had words, exchanged words. Do I think it merited merited more? I think what could have been done was maybe just take him out of the limelight for a couple of weeks, let things sort of settle down as Steve and I have experienced in the past. But yeah, I think it I think I think it didn't look good on the image of the game and the image of match officials. But certainly glad to see that uh, Andrew Robertson and the, the the gentleman involved have, have came to uh, an an agreeance and a resolution. Mm-hmm. Constantine Hatsidakis is the fellow's name and he's quite a big powerful unit he was certainly much bigger than Andy well I have to say I wouldn't fancy taking an elbow in the mouth from from that guy um, <laughs> but I do think um, and although you you know you never want to see people banned or uh, whatever what I've always said to, or have said always as if it happens every week um, if that had happened in reverse there would have been huge clamour mm-hmm. for Andy Robertson to be sent off to be yeah, uh, substantial ban and it would have been merited personally I think that that the, he should have I think he should have received a, uh, a ban I, d- I don't see how there can be any mitigation at all for elbowing somebody in the face um, and I'd, some of the people in one of at least one of our web chats was saying uh, web chats WhatsApp chats was saying you know you, you don't touch the ref you can touch the ref in a non-threatening, non-violent manner, and certainly you and I—that was our style. You yeah. used to do it in reverse, but you don't go el- elbowing people in the no, face. No, I, I can I can agree with that. But I think what what they couldn't have done is they couldn't have hung him out to dry because it's such a such a massive league and such a massive globalized view on it. Mm. Um, and that's what I was saying. Maybe if they they sat him down, sat him out for a couple of weeks, just do you know what, just. Go to Dubai, go for a holiday, but um, literally no action whatsoever, which surprised me. That's surprising. That's surprising. There's nothing. What I would have thought the English FA may have said was Constantinus isn't available for selection for a couple of mm-hmm. weeks. I think that would have been a a more palatable way to 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 come round it. There certainly should have been something. You can't do that and have no. absolutely no repercussions. They're setting themselves up. If that does happen in reverse, then you've got a ready-made argument. Yeah, the narrative seems to be down there, Steve, that Andy Robertson was at fault here because he went over and, and berated and remonstrated with the assistant, pulled his arm or tugged his arm a little bit, provoking this flying elbow. Is that any mitigation for that? No, there's no mitigation for elbowing somebody in the, uh, in the face. Mm-hmm. You don't go to your work to have that happening to you. Yeah. And the, what I say, and, and I will keep saying it, is if that happens in reverse, he's sent off and got an umpteen week stroke month ban. 
wasn't quite like the one we saw and it was it Ayrshire Juniors that you posted a couple of weeks back with, <laughs> with flying off and put the head in somebody that, that was the amateur referee oh, <laughs> the amateur oh, referee Jesus yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I mean he was going out like Anthony Joshua there he was <laughs> he was taking no taking no prisoners and, and quite rightly I, I agree with Steve by saying this whole you can't touch a referee I've had it numerous times and Steve will be the same where they've, they've tugged your jersey they've pulled your hand going Des come on what, what, what's happening here and mm. that's absolutely fine but it's about that management and relationship that you have with people and it's it's, it's acceptable it's not aggressive it's a it's, that's entirely acceptable in my, in my opinion if somebody just wants to have a, a wee question and they'll just give you a wee tug in the tugging the jersey or whatever the only thing thing uh, again to say in that is so long as that's acceptable the other way about of course and we've, we've all had games where you've, you've gone to you know do the same thing here come here that, that's good Aye. for radio and you, you've uh, you know tried to get a, a player's attention and mm. the hackles go up and they say oh don't touch me what's good for the goose is good for the gander how many times have you had to step between two players and, and separate mm. them and you're, you're pushing them back there's nothing ever been been picked up upon that because it's mm. again it's acceptable behaviour mm. Yeah, I think I think uh, some of the rest would be quite pleased actually <laughs> down there that one of their own has been able to stick one on, <laughs> stick one on somebody, you know what I mean, and get away with it. They're staying in the theme of of, of punishments that fit the crime or not. Uh, obviously, that the big controversy in the Rangers Celtic Women's Premier League game. Craig McPherson, for reasons best known to his, to himself, went over and aimed a headbutt at Fran Alonso, the Celtic manager, after the game live on Sky Sports mm -hmm. of, all, of all the games to do it. A six-match ban has been handed down. Is that too lenient, Steve? Without a shadow of a doubt. That's even worse, I think, than the, the one we've just been discussing. Because mm. you can't even say it was a rush of blood. You can't say it was adrenaline. Because mm -hmm. he sought the guy out. Yeah. He deliberately, and with forethought, looked for the guy, searched him out, and stuck the head on him when he was looking in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. it's, that's criminal. <laughs> it's not just football that's had, absolutely criminal and apparently from, from what you're led to believe there was previous to it and he, I think you called him a little rat or something so they've obviously been something going on at the sidelines and as you say he, he sought him out in particular and said right okay you're getting one yeah I, I think the, the six game ban is very lenient purely because it was premeditated um, mm -hmm. but, it, but again according to news sources they've spoken and Fran Alonso has wiped it out and said right that's it's done but uh, yeah I think that's entirely entirely wrong no. I mean it's the optics of the thing I mean you'll remember the, the famous Celtic Rangers Scottish Cup replay when Wee Lenny and McCoy squared up to each other and next minute you know there's a there's a, a Scottish government summit on football you know nothing like what happened in this league no league's. absolutely absolutely nothing that that it, it was, I just say it was criminal I, I, if I was running an organisation, I would have sacked them. And it's it's funny, I was talking to one of our ref colleagues over the weekend uh, dis discussing that, and he was involved in a game where, and it wasn't even physical, there was a threat to assault the referee, but it was averted. That guy got 12 games. He got 12 games for saying he was going to do it. And this McPherson character got six for actually carrying out a bodily assault. You reckon Rangers should have dismissed him then? Yes, absolutely. For gross misconduct. Gross misconduct. You can't have that as part of your, your organisation. That's a senior management position that they, he has in the organisation and he's allowed, in inverted commas, to go about nutting people. No, not acceptable. And the other thing, Des, is that, I mean, for example, we talked uh, earlier in the season about Jim Goodwin when he was... Remember the old days when he was the Aberdeen manager? The good old days. That was about three weeks ago. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he, got, he was given an eight-match ban 
for daring to call Ryan Porteous a cheat uh, for diving in the penalty box to earn a penalty, which we all thought was a dive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for saying something like that, he gets eight games. Uh, for assaulting someone, you only get six. There's there's no there's no comparative that you can put that against by you saying something. Listen, it, it's an opinion that Jim's obviously offered at that moment in time. Mm. But to get that length of ban compared to a physical assault, what if that guy had done that in the street? What if he'd done it at Glasgow Central Station and a police officer was walking by and happened to see it? Mm-hmm. It'd be getting more than a six-game ban. So, no, absolutely no comparison. But again, what goes on at Ivory Towers, nobody, nobody knows. And they don't explain either why they, how they've come to that decision, Steve, you know? That's the, the, the other um, frustrating aspect. Again, have, I keep using the word contempt. Everything that's been happening so far, not not a word. And that's obviously how they feel that we, all us punters, should be, should treated. be treated. Yeah, It's the, they're the, as I've said before, they're the hide-and-seek champions of Hamden. Um, it's just, it's utterly ridiculous. The big explosive story across Europe just now is, is the investigation into Barcelona, guys. Quite a remarkable tale, isn't it? I mean, uh, allegedly... Or well, not even allegedly, they paid over seven million euros to three different companies owned by the head of referees in Spain, ostensibly to uh, to get background studies on potential referees during a sort of 15, 20 year period. Scouting reports on referees. Scouting reports, there you go. I think that was the words. Uh, you, you must be staggered by that, aren't you? Beyond staggered. Absolutely beyond staggered. We shouldn't be, because we know that in every walk of life there is corruption involved but to have that at uh, such a level and involving such a club as established as that but we've seen it with Juventus we've seen it with Marseille back to the Bernard Tapier days it shouldn't surprise you but it's utterly utterly unfathomable I wish I had shares in the company that was <laughs> that was receiving it but uh, yeah that's it, it's, it's horrible it's actually mm. horrible to think that the game is getting to that level where you can't trust you can't trust an authority to take themselves in the right manner. And in such a club like Barcelona as well, mm-hmm. it's it's ridiculous. Horrible. I mean, don't get me wrong, they haven't been found guilty of anything yet, Steve. UEFA and the Spanish authorities are investigating. Uh, they're obviously taking it very seriously, that's for sure. Uh, but it doesn't look very good, does it? No, it doesn't look very good at all. And I, I hate the fact, um, and all right, we've got nothing to do with the Spanish uh, Referee Association, but... Anything to do with refereeing, I, I and we always assume that referees should be above approach. And even beyond that, your guy in charge, there should never ever be a finger of doubt pointed. And if and when they're found guilty of corruption, that just taints all of us. Yeah, I think the word that when, I know when the referee strike happened years ago is, it was questioning the integrity of the match officials. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that word integrity has to be held higher than anything. It's your integrity that you know what you're doing is an honest job. Whether you get it right or whether you get it wrong, you get it wrong honestly. And it's not a, a prejudged. So no, I think the, the integrity is is highly in question here. That's part of what really, really annoys me about the, the Andrew Robertson incident that we talked about. The referee should always be above, above reproach. Yeah. Always. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this develops. I mean, Barcelona, obviously one of the leading clubs in the world, particularly in the last 30 years, 25 mm-hmm. years, uh, Champions League winners, multiple La Liga title winners. You wonder what will happen in terms of the ramifications of all of this. I think we all certainly in the past 20 years have loved Barcelona yeah. because they play played absolutely beautiful, beautiful football. And if there's any doubt in your head that that's been 
But if that's been bought by cheating and corruption, that leaves such a bad taste in the mouth. And they've got such a good team. You think back, Messi, Piquet, Ronaldinho, etc. You think, just do your winning on the park. You don't need to be involved in that. Just do what you, do what you need to do. Samuel Eto'o. Um, yeah, it's very, very disappointing. And sadly, more more ugliness in, in the back of the old firm game as well, which we discussed before. But um, just to bring it forward a bit, Kevin obviously under getting a lot of abuse online um, after his details were leaked, which is utterly appalling. But how will he be feeling now? I mean, obviously the, he was on VAR at the weekend, so that got him off the pitch, if you like. He'll be back in the pitch in, in the fullness of time, that's for sure. But, but is he the type of guy who'll handle that okay, do you think, lad? I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it, obviously, the same as any one of us, he would have hated what happened and hate the fact that it happened to himself, but hate the fact that because of... I don't think he did anything wrong. Again, it's an opinion. But because of a game of football that he's involved in, something's come home to his kids. It's just... You, you can't get your head round mm-hmm. the stupidity of some people. But I think he'll be, he'll be all right. He won't put it behind him. Nobody could, but he'll compartmentalise it. Um, he'll, he'll box it away somewhere uh, revisit it when he needs to but he'll be fine when he comes back Kevin's been round round the block long enough yeah. that he knows what, what's disappointing is it's somebody who obviously knows him and has his details has, has made that public that's that's, that's, it's that's, that's disgusting. it's disgusting yeah. I think he would have had a rough couple of days but I bet you right now the first thing he wants to do he wants to get back in that pitch and go right do you know what let's move on let's progress we, we can't go back but to have your personal details and your family Listen, come for me. Come for me. Don't come for my wife. Don't come for my kids. Mm. That's absolutely fine. Aye, absolutely. And I hope he does. And you know what? I hope he goes out and he has an absolute brilliant game in his first one back. I hope he has a blinder. Yeah. I, I think we've said it before, but you would just hope that the, some of these culprits are brought to book on this instance and really hammered for their actions. I, I, I'm not a lawyer, but it's a definition of a breach of the peace, not putting somebody at a state of fear and alarm. Mm. You can't get much more fearful or, or alarmed than your children being threatened. Mm-hmm. I'd be, I'd be sanctioning. I'm, I'm sounding like a Tory here. Uh, I'd be sanctioning <laughs> these guys getting sent to prison. I'd, yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. I can fully understand it, and that's the only way you're going to get the message out there, uh, Des. In terms of, you, you just can't abuse people on on social media. Yeah, it's faceless, isn't it? It's a keyboard, cowards. A keyboard, keyboard warrior. Cowards. Absolutely. Steve's just used the word. It's cowards. Keyboard warriors. They've got no no defence. No, entirely, entirely incorrect. And it's, it, it, it doesn't look good on Rangers either because they've made it public that they were sending a letter to the SFA to complain about, or rather to ask questions about one particular decision that Kevin made in that in that uh, league match at Celtic Park. Oh, it's pathetic, quite frankly. And, it, you know, they've, they've, they've got an equivalent on both sides of the divide. Uh, divide. There's, there are some very, very dangerous, cretinous people out there that don't need much more stoking than being at a Celtic Rangers game. Mm-hmm. That really is pathetic or we're going to write a letter to ask for clarification. I'll tell you the clarification. He didn't think it was a foul. Yeah, absolutely. Or he thought it was a foul, didn't think it was a goal. End of story. All Rangers had to do was after the game, send their, their delegate or send a, a layer and say, can you explain that decision? Why are you writing letters to the SFA? Why are you, why, why are you going down that road? Well, unfortunately, all the all the clubs are doing it. Celtic did it last at the end of last year uh, before the World Cup, and they're in, and they're entirely wrong as well. That mm. that shouldn't be the way that any club, Celtic Rangers, Kilmarnock, yeah. or both, deal with there and then. It's an opinion piece. Do I think it's a, a foul, free kick, penalty, whatever it may be? Yes, no, done. Are you going to a Rangers or Celtic or or both? Going to be sending a letter to their player because they made the wrong pass. Absolutely <laughs> no. not. What's what's the difference? No, exactly. No, I know. Um, 
in the week, terms of the weekend action, lads, uh, quite an interesting game at Fir Park. Where Dundee United got a very good result, rather, uh, in their pursuit to try and stay in the Premiership. But two penalty calls, one given, one not. And not only was the second one not given, uh, Stephen Fletcher was booked by Nick Walsh for simulation. Yep, and I have to say that I think that they were both the same incident. The, you know, it can be argued, but I think they were they were one and the same. If you're cautioning one, you're cautioning number two. And I personally think that they were both fouls. It looked very similar, doesn't it, Des? I mean, Stephen Fletcher's running through, Liam Kelly comes out, uh, the striker sticks the ball past him and, and Kelly takes him out. Yeah, I agree. I think both incidents were exactly the same. Where we maybe differ is the goalkeepers went to to try and catch it with his hands or save it with his hands, which he's entitled to. He's the only person that, that can do that. Mm-hmm. But the difficulty then comes as you go, and it shouldn't be a difficulty. Let me take that shame of the If you're cautioning one, you've got to caution the other one, and yeah. that results in the goalkeeper being off. Mm-hmm. See if he didn't caution the first one, I'd have been okay with that. That's fine. The goalkeeper's entitled to make that, entitled to make that challenge. But they were both exactly the same. I don't see any difference whatsoever, and I think Stephen Fletcher can feel really hard done to to be to be cautioned for simulation. And I'm surprised that VAR never. Overturned that one. Well, that's what I was going to say. Why did VAR not say to Nick, this is quite similar to the first one. You better have a look at this, mate. Because I, I keep saying, we've talked about it. We're at variance. If we are of different opinions of that incident, that means it's not clear and obvious. Yep. So it's an opinion. So VAR shouldn't be involved in an opinion. So I'm perfectly happy that, that VAR, he might have been going, oh, do you know that? I might, I might have cautioned that. But that's an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's like when... Steve and I worked together I would offer an opinion and say Steve I've got a good Never view Never took it though <laughs> <laughs> You should have <laughs> Once or twice yeah. Once or twice I would say to Steve I think this has happened but it's like a, a, and I always go back to it's like an assistant manager and a manager the assistant manager can offer his opinion to, to the manager and it's up to the manager whether he wants to accept that opinion it's the exact same with VAR fourth officials and the referee if the referee says nope I'm quite happy you're okay well, all bets are off. Just crack on. But again, it's an opinion. Mm. That's that's it, what it comes down to. Is that a slight anomaly of the VAR system in the sense that it's a key moment in the game, it's a key decision in the game. So if uh, even if the VAR doesn't think it's a clear and obvious error, should he not ask the referee to go and look at it anyway? No, if it's not a clear and obvious error, it's nothing to do with VAR. And it's not to say I know that. that's what I know that's the current situation, but I'm just oh, wondering. Right, I see what you mean. I'm just wondering if that's something that might need to be refined down but the line. That's 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 re-refereeing it again, yeah. isn't it? And so it's re, it is re-refereeing. Yeah, yeah. re-refereeing not, it, and that's not the. Yeah, wouldn't thank you for it. No, you know, by extension, if we debate that one on VAR, you know, the, the next steps to debate something else. We're already saying, you know, VAR's taking seven minutes, seven days to, to come to a decision. It'd be an American football game. You'd, yeah. you'd be taking your picnic. Um, <laughs> so, no. Um, you done that during games. <laughs> <laughs> Only ones you were advising. It's not perfect and nothing, nothing is perfect. So, nope. If, if it's not a matter of fact and a clear and obvious error, VAR doesn't belong in it. And that's, and that's sanitising the game again. Football, football is a game of skill and error mm-hmm. and the best players have more skills and less errors. The best referees have more skills and less errors. You can't take the human element out yeah. of it. But like you say, um, Stephen Fletcher was the one who carried the can for that by getting a yellow card and that you know that might cause Dundee United problems down the line in terms of a suspension. Not He isn't suspended, but he might get booked next week mm-hmm. uh, and that could you know put him out post-split. So you can't, you can't appeal a yellow card. Is no, that, you can't no? appeal it. 
But and I, I know where you're going with that. But one decision doesn't decide whether you get relegated or not. They're they're at the bottom for a reason. And that one decision, whether you agree with it or not, is not going to get Stephen Fletcher and Dundee United relegated. The fact that Dundee United are on to their third manager this season tells you why Aye, why, they're, why, yeah. why they're there. Not by not by Nick giving Stephen Fletcher a yellow card for simulation. That's look at the twenty odd other games that have gone before it. No, exactly. But it didn't affect the outcome. Dundee United won the game. So, you know, from that point of view, it, it didn't have any a detrimental effect on them greatly. So that was, I suppose, mm-hmm. the, the bonus from it. Yeah, um, it, it wouldn't help Mr Fletcher. He'll still be a bit, uh, a bit sore at it, but at least they still won. Exactly. Otherwise, it was a fairly quiet weekend. Um, we, 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 hopefully, there'll be some more action this weekend. We imagine there will be. <laughs> yes, I would think. I think there could be a... A few uh, tempestuous moments, uh, <laughs> as, it, as it always will be within Scottish football. But again, like we all say, we hope the referees get it right and they come out the other side on the on, smelling rosy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, one more set of fixtures before the sort of three phases of of, of the games come to con- to a conclusion, and we go into the post splits scenario. But in between times, the small matter of an old form Scottish Cup final, semi final, so we we'll look forward to that one as well. Lads. That'll be a nice quiet one. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? I think I think this is going to be the big one. I, I think because the league's done. Rangers have to win the, the Scottish Cup. The only good thing is, look how far a parts of dug out at Hamden. So that, <laughs> that might that might save us. That might that, that might save the officials a wee bit better. But uh, yeah, I think this is going to be this is going to be a big one. Yeah, excellent. Look forward to discussing this at great length next Monday. We'll see you next time on Get Involved Referee.